Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. Everything Medicare Podcast Nation. This is Christian Brindle. Hope you're doing well. Wherever you are and however you may be listening on whatever platform you might be listening to us on, welcome to episode 127 of the Everything Medicare Podcast. I'm your host, Christian Brindle, where every single week, me and my organization bring you three podcast episodes where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. And um, this is the week of Thanksgiving, folks. We're going to be doing a special Thanksgiving episode on Wednesday, the day before Thanksgiving, um, and we will have our routinely scheduled programs um, this week. But today, folks, I wanted to kind of talk with you about what to do when things are difficult and when things are frustrating. And we're not going to particularly talk about any specific thing that has to do with Medicare today, but we're going to talk about what to do when things are difficult. And I have a story I want to share with you from my personal life that happened last week. Um, because believe it or not, things get difficult for for me as well when it comes to the healthcare industry, the insurance industry, the healthcare industry, and everything, and so on and so forth. Um, the enrollment period is still going on. And... We've had a really, really long week um, coming up to Thanksgiving week. Next week, everybody kind of want to get things done before then. And so it was an incredibly busy week for, for us here. So I have my coffee. I'm going to rely and I'm going to lean on my coffee today. And boy, is it good. Folks, we all go through things that make us kind of question if we're being picked on, right? And I can only imagine what a lot of you seem to deal with, you know. I want to share a story with you. Last week, as many of you know, my wife and I had our first little girl earlier on this year. Her name is Violet. Our first kid, our daughter, she's six months old, um, and she's just precious. She's a great kid. She's a great little girl. She's fun. She's happy. She's just a lot of. She's just a ball of energy, ball of joy. Um, and last week, Violet was in a situation where she had to get her six-month shots. Normal, right? She had to get her shots at six months old. So we took her in and had them done. My wife did, I should say. I was busy. I was working. Um, I wanted to be there. That was the first time I wasn't present at one of her doctor appointments, and I wasn't very happy about it. But long story short, folks, the shots we believe, this is what her pediatrician told us anyway, the shots that she got, they believed, caused her to get diarrhea. And not just your typical diarrhea. It lasted for four or five days, this diarrhea. Now, when a baby gets diarrhea or has stomach problems, there's not a whole lot you can give them. You can give them gripe, gripe water. You can give them 
you know, some holistic things and things like that, but you really can't give them that much medication because, as it was explained to me by our doctor um, and multiple other doctors, when a baby's body is so little, they can't fight the toxins that come with the medications like a full-grown adult can. They just can't handle it up until a certain point, until a certain age. So there's not much you can do about it. You just kind of got to wait it out as a parent, right? And I'm sure there's home remedies, all kinds of things. We tried a couple of different things. Some things seemed to work, some things didn't. But anyway, this 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 diarrhea went on for a while. Because she was going so often, and there was at some point she went four or five times in an hour throughout the nights, during the days, um, it caused her to develop a really severe diaper rash. We took her into her pediatrician three or four times last week um, to try to help get this remedied. And it was the worst diaper rash I think I've ever seen personally. I'm sure there's been worse. I'm sure people listening have had grandkids or kids of their own that the diaper rashes were worse. (sighs) Coffee. And it was a severe rash. It almost looked like third-degree burns. It looked like someone whipped her. And it was horrible. She was in terrible pain. She was screaming. She was just suffering. And it was killing me. It was freaking killing me. Anybody that's a parent that's listening to me knows that feeling. When your kid's hurting, when your kid is suffering, especially your first kid when you're a new parent, you feel powerless. You feel very, very frustrated. So every time we would take her into a pediatrician office, they would prescribe us something new. And they specifically told us, make sure that you're continuing to use her baby wipes, but dabbing it instead of wiping it. Nothing we were doing seemed to work. Nothing at all. And it just seemed to be getting worse and worse and worse. The pediatrician's office wasn't helping us at all. They were basically, at the, at, at the towards the end there, they were just throwing their hands in the air, being like, we don't know what to tell you. There's nothing you can give her for the diarrhea. And the diarrhea would not stop. There's nothing we can give her for the diarrhea. We've given you all that we can. They prescribed about four or five different, um, some were medi- some pre- prescriptions, some were over-the-counters, creams that we could put on. None of them were seeming to help. Right. So, one night last week, it she was in terrible pain. We were trying everything we could think of, trying all these different medications until about 3 in the morning, and it was not stopping. Nothing was soothing her. So, I said, screw it. Let's take her to the emergency room. But before I went in, I called the emergency room. Right? I called the emergency room. Now, I've been around the block. I've worked in this industry for a long time. I knew they probably weren't going to be able to tell me anything on if we should bring her in or not. But I was I was hoping maybe I'll get some smuck on the phone that doesn't know and t- tell me something even though they're not supposed to. I was just willing to take that chance because you don't want to go to the emergency room if you don't have to. So I call exactly what I'm expecting. We can't give medical advice over the phone. It's your prerogative if you want to bring her in. You're her parent. So I said, I will do anything to try to fix this at this point. Nothing we're trying is working. We take her in. Emergency room tells us that everything that we've been prescribed from our pediatrician is basically making it worse, and they are dumbfounded why it was prescribed, essentially. They also told us that that we should have stopped using her baby wipes from the beginning. Now, a lot of you might listen and be like, Christian, you're an idiot. Duh, has alcohol in it. You should know that. But we don't know. We're new parents. And when her pediatrician tells us to keep using it, we keep keep using it. You know, we kind of rely on them. 
Great. Needless to say, I haven't been very impressed with our pediatrician. I'm going to be finding a new one. Okay. But I'm a new parent, right? We've all been through this. All of you listening that are parents have been through this. You worry about things. You're not sure how to handle things. You kind of learn on the job with some things. Some things you can prepare for. Some things you can't. And I'm going somewhere with this story. So just stick with me. So they told us what we need to be doing is when she goes to the bathroom, run her under the faucet in the bathtub or in the sink or something like that, and that's how we should be cleaning her. Or we can get paper towels, get you know, get them wet with warm water and wipe her with those. But the baby wipes are making it worse because I can only imagine it's like razor blades when we wipe her with it when she has that rash. And then they gave us a prescription that the doctors, the pediatrician never even mentioned they said it was the best we could possibly get. It's just over the counter. Um, and all of their suggestions helped a ton. And she's much better now, thankfully. But the point of my story is this. It's very easy. Healthcare, the healthcare industry and the insurance industry are kind of hand in hand, right? They're very similar. They have a lot of similarities. And, there's, and, and they kind of just go hand in hand, Right? They work very closely together, and I know a lot of you listening are frustrated. A lot of you listening are in very hard situations that are, you know, a hundred times more stressful and more severe than my story that I just said. You know, it's not a, it was no big deal. It was a diaper rash, but to us, it was a big deal. To us, it was frustrating. To us, we were up all hours of the night trying to help her, trying to soothe her, and it wasn't for our benefit. We wanted her to stop being in pain because we care about her. You care about your kids. You don't want them to hurt. It was a tough week for me. It was a tough week for my wife, and it was a tough week for our daughter. Because of our ignorance, we didn't know how to how to handle it. Now, the emergency room visit was worth it, because the advice we got, we were able to... She was basically back to normal by this week. However... We had to go through a lot to get to that point. This was information that our pediatrician probably should have been able to tell us. That's what the emergency room told us. They said that this is basic information. But when we were going into the pediatrician's office, we were just kind of feeling like they were brushing us off, not taking the time for us. I'm sure a lot of you can relate. And there's a lot of people listening that, whether it be with your doctor's office, whether it be with medical conditions you're dealing with, whether it be having medical conditions that you know that someone can help you, but you're just not getting the help. No one's, no one's taking it as serious as you want. Or maybe you're having a problem with an insurance, a claim, a billing issue, something like that. You have to be strong. You have to be strong, and there's ways to deal with it. There's ways to deal with things when they get frustrating. I'm going to share some tips that I recommend to anybody that's listening to this that's having a hard time. I want you to have a great Thanksgiving week, and I hope that maybe we can help with some good advice and some things that I had to keep telling myself when we were going through what we were going through last week. Granted, I know a lot of you are, like I said, are dealing with much more severe issues than, you know, a severe baby rash. But there are ways to kind of handle things appropriately. I'm going to show you some tips that I'd recommend in segment two after i take a quick break i'm gonna take a break hear from our sponsors i'll be right back don't go anywhere i'll be back in segment two stick with me
What's up, everybody? This is actually Randy W. Hall, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, not Christian Brendel, your esteemed host. I'm here to tell you about my Medicare agency, Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor, based here in Tennessee. For the past 10 years, I've been helping Medicare beneficiaries just like you in Tennessee and Kentucky maximize their Medicare. If you're a regular listener of this podcast, you know Christian always encourages you to deal with a broker in your state who sells all the different plans and will give you not just a quote, but also advise you and educate you in a way that is simple to understand. We know how confusing and overwhelming the whole process can be. We do it all for folks on Medicare, from supplements to Advantage plans, Part D, cancer products, hospital indemnities, and more. So if you want to get a free quote or a consultation, I urge you to call 615-578-5174. Again, that's area code 615-578-5174. Or for more information, you can visit my website and read all about me at MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. That's all one word, MrNiceGuyMedicareAdvisor.com. And again, why deal with a jerk? when you can deal with a nice guy. What's up, everything, Medicare Podcast Nation? This is Christian Bruno, and I wanted to take a minute and talk with you about Stitcher Premium. Now, Stitcher is one of my favorite platforms to listen to podcasts on, but now you can listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium, just like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, Wolverine, My Favorite Murder, The Lost Trail, The Fantasy Footballers, Science Rules with Bill Nye, and many, many more. Plus, you get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and much more. It's only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today and use the promo code Medicare for one month free on me. Thanks a lot. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking with me through that break. And um, I hope you enjoyed that message from Randy W. Hall. We still have two weeks left of open enrollment. It's not too late to save on your Medicare if you live in the states of Tennessee or Kentucky because that's where Mr. Nice Guy Medicare Advisor does business and operates. I encourage you to give him a call. And also, I encourage you to try out Stitcher Premium. It's really cheap, $4.99 a month, and you can save by paying for the year. And if you try it out, free for the first 30 days you can get a month free on me by using my promo code medicare all caps let's get back into this folks so in segment one i i kind of touched base with you on you know the frustrations that we were dealing with last week now in the grand scheme of things it was little it was nothing but when you're a parent you worry you know the littlest things a broken nail seems like 9-11 right broken nail seems like an emergency you know, a natural disaster, if you will, um, because you just don't know what to expect, and you don't want anything bad to happen to your kids. And when you're a new parent, you know, it's easy to kind of get rattled a little bit. One thing that really upset me more than anything that we kind of went through last week was that the fact of the matter that we were getting the runaround. We are getting the runaround from the pediatrician's office, we were getting the runaround, I felt like, at the beginning from the emergency room because, I mean, 
it probably was a good thing that we came in. But it's three in the morning. I had to work the next day. I ended up getting an hour of sleep last that 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 night, folks. And then I went on to work a 14, 15 hour day. So this is the busy time at work for me running my company. Did anybody know? Anybody that met with me? Any clients that saw me that day? Anybody that talked to me on the phone? Did anybody know I had an hour of sleep that night? Absolutely not. And that's my first thing. You cannot let these things defeat you. In the insurance industry, if you're having trouble with your insurance, you can't let them defeat you. And you're doing the right thing by listening to this podcast because this podcast is something that you can do to empower yourself. It's just like when when, when we went to the ER... Before that point, we were incredibly frustrated because we weren't giving, we weren't getting the medical advice we needed from the doctor. We were getting mediocre medical advice. In fact, they were prescribing things that were making it worse and not giving a shit about it. Excuse me. Excuse my terminology. But things only seem frustrating when you don't know how to handle it. Right? Now, if you're dealing with health problems, medical issues, that's something that is kind of outside of what I'm talking about here. What I'm particularly talking about is getting good advice on kind of how you can handle an insurance problem, knowing what insurance to deal with. Maybe you're turning 65 and getting onto Medicare and you just feel lost, overwhelmed, and confused, but you're doing the right thing by seeking out quality information. You can't let it defeat you. Like I said, before my wife and I went into the emergency room, we felt defeated. Because we had done everything the doctors was giving, telling us to do. But it turned out we were getting bad advice from the doctor. Terrible advice. Everything they told us was bull. It didn't help at all. It just made everything worse. We went to the emergency room. We got good advice. Competent advice. And then our whole world's changed. So that's number one. Don't let something defeat you just because you've been given bad advice. Or you're just not sure what to do. Just because you don't know what to do today does not mean that you can't learn something tomorrow that will turn everything around. And hopefully this podcast does that for you if it has to do with your insurance and Medicare. Okay, that's number one. Number two, it's to understand that you are stronger than you think. You are much stronger than you think. If you're dealing with an insurance problem, that's something that can be fixed just by knowing what to do and what approach to take. And I've done a lot of episodes about that. Go back and listen to some of them. I think that they can be a lot of help. But if it's a health problem, you have to fight. You have to do everything in your power because this is your life. We all only get one life. We get one crack at it, one shot, one opportunity, um, one time that we can kind of make the most of our lives. If you're dealing with some chronic problem, you have to do everything in your power to, number one, stay mentally strong. Because if you let it defeat you, it's over. Number two, you have to give it your all. Fight. Fight back. You ever hear about stories of people that have cancer and they just fight back against it, right? A lot of this stuff is mental, folks. And you are so much stronger than you think you are. I don't mean for this episode to kind of turn into like a motivational speech or something like that, but that's what I really kind of had in my heart today that I wanted to share with you because we had a tough week last week. It might sound like nothing, but you know, when we're working 80 to 100 hours a week and I go multiple nights not getting much sleep and one night not getting any sleep and it's in the back of your mind all week that you feel like your your kid is suffering, you don't know what to do about it, you're not getting the 
the help from the doctor's office. I understand that's frustrating. And a lot of you might be in a similar situation. You might be in a similar position. The same exact um, kind of frustrations. The same exact runaround. The same amount of bullshit. But all it takes is just one thing to kind of turn it around. And for us, it was getting good medical advice from good doctors in the emergency room. Turned out to be a good thing for us. Because even though I had to go one night with an hour of sleep and then work 14, 15 hours a day, day the next day, it was able to fix the problem so we're not dealing with it going forward and my daughter's not hurting. She, she's better. She's healed. So there's that. Don't give up. If things seem hopeless, don't give up. If you've been given bad advice, don't give up. Because there's someone out there that can give you good advice, and I hope that can be me and my organization with this podcast. If you're new to the episodes and you're new to the podcast, go listen to from the beginning. Go listen 50, 60 episodes in. Binge it if you have the time. I guarantee you there's very few problems about Medicare that you cannot solve by listening to this podcast. So I encourage you to do so. Let's take a break. Folks, I'll be back in our third and final segment. I have more that I want to say to kind of conclude this episode. You're not going to want to miss what I have to say. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for sticking with me all the way to the end here. And if you're still here, you're still listening with me, um, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. I appreciate you listening. And um, we've had a lot of people this enrollment period reach out to us in in other states that we're not in. Um, I'm in five states at the moment. can work with people in five states. Very, very knowledgeable about the markets in five states. But um, we've had a lot of people reach out to us in various places that we're not licensed in. And I've done everything I can to try to help them. Um, I wanted to make an announcement. We're in the process of adding two additional states to our um, ability to work with people in. Number one, Colorado. Number two, South Carolina. We got a lot of requests from South Carolina this enrollment period. And I'm sorry it took us so long to pick up the state. Colorado, we haven't had as many requests, but I we have had requests throughout the year. We've had a couple of requests in the last couple of weeks. So we're going to be picking up that state. That one might take a little longer than South Carolina, but it's in the works. Okay. So keep that in mind. Once this processes, we will be able to work with people in Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, and Colorado. Again, that is Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, and Colorado. Seven states in total. I'm really, really excited about it. Um, and I will keep you posted once we have all of the contracts and the, the, the bottom lines completed on the contracting and the paperwork to get us into these two states. Okay. And to wrap this up, folks, I just wanted to tell you that um, you're bigger than your problems, whatever they are, right? Um, there's been people that I've seen over the years that have had $100,000 hospital bills get denied and they get stuck with it. And they're able to kind of get it fixed. They stay strong. That's crippling stress for people. And they didn't do anything wrong. It was a billing issue by the provider. 
and they're not going to take responsibility or the insurance company is trying to deny something that they need to pay for. Most of this is on Medicare Advantage plans, um, but you see things on Medicare supplement plans too. You know, someone on a Medicare supplement, they're barely able to pay the premium. They're not, they, 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 they forget that they don't have a physical covered and it's, they get a really extensive physical. It's 600, 700 bucks out of pocket that could cripple somebody on, on a, on a fixed income. You're bigger than your problems. And this stuff can be worked around if you just know what you're doing. Okay. Thank you so much for listening, folks. Um, don't miss our episode on Wednesday that we'll be doing, uh, all dedicated to Thanksgiving. If you're listening to us on a platform that allows you to do so, please do me a favor. Leave us a five-star review. It helps us reach more people just like you on that platform that need to hear this information, that need the encouragement, but also just need the information and the knowledge. 99% of all of our episodes have been primarily based on information, cold, hard information. This is one of the few where I just wanted to give you a hand of encouragement from me after having a really, really difficult week. Just bad timing, right? Bad things don't necessarily have good timing. They never do. But you can do it. You can overcome this stuff and... Knowledge is power. If you know how to handle something, you're going to handle it better. Thanks so much for listening, folks. I really appreciate you. Enrollment period's two weeks left. Like I said, if you are in one of our seven states now, um, give us another week and we should be completely ready to go in Colorado and South Carolina. That might be too late for some of you, but... um, 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340, 801-255-5340 is our office number. Again, once these two states are completed, we'll be ready to go to work with people in Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, and Colorado. Again, that is Utah, Idaho, Oregon, Texas, Florida, South Carolina, and Colorado. Seven states in total. Really excited. We're going to be adding even more states in 2020, so stay tuned. Hope you have a great week, folks. If you're traveling for Thanksgiving, travel safe, be with your loved ones, have a great holiday, and I'll talk with you Wednesday. Take care.